Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. This is the weekend edition where we interview notable people from the world of real estate investing. Today's no exception. We've got a great guest. But first, a quick thank you to our sponsor. One of my friends in the real estate space, Rod Cleef, is hosting another one of his live events in Denver, May 17th to 19th, and it's all about multifamily investing. I've been a guest on his wildly popular podcast. If you've never been to one of his events, you've got to go. And I highly recommend you do. I've got a discount code that will get you 100 bucks off the ticket price. Go to rodsbootcamp.com and enter the code ESPRESSO at checkout. That's rodsbootcamp.com and enter the discount code ESPRESSO to get $100 off your tickets. We are back here on the Weekend Edition. We interview notable people from the world of real estate investing. Today's no exception. We have an amazing guest. He's none other than the best-selling business author of all time. Welcome to the show, Robert Kiyosaki. Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Well, Robert, we're here on the balcony of your cabin on board the Investor Summit at Sea. It's the end of the day. The sun is setting here in the distance. We spent some really high-quality time together, and you are the quintessential educator. You just love to educate. You've been doing it all week, and even with that, you have another book coming out. Right. In a few days, my Rich Dad Poor Dad was launched on April 8th, my birthday, in 1997, and on April 8th. 2019, 22 years later, my book, Fake, is coming out. It's about fake money, fake teachers, and fake assets. Timing is pretty good on it. There's been so much written about, like you said, fake news. There's so many different things that are out there that are not real. What, were, what was the inspiration for writing the book? Well, I'm just concerned you know, about this growing gap between the rich and everybody else. There's no middle class, as we all know today. And the gap is getting dangerous. You look at what's happening in France, in Venezuela, many countries where people are struggling financially, or they know they're being left behind, and they can't figure it out. Look at the socialism movement in America. Now, socialism, there's a place for that. But I'm a capitalist. You know, I believe in teaching people to fish, and socialists believe in giving people fish. And it comes a time when you're out of fish. So, um, you know, we have so many predominantly Democrats running on this. I'm not Republican or Democrat, but they're saying, well, let's give everybody everything. <clears throat> let's give them, you know, free education, free medical, free manicures, free pedicures, you know. I mean, after a while, who's going to pay for it? That's my only question as a capitalist, you know. And they, and they always want to take from the rich and give to the themselves. That I mean, they're not stupid. You know, one of the things that we've seen I think it was Mar- Margaret Thatcher who said, socialism only works when there's enough capitalists in the round. Socialism works until they run out of other people's money. <laughs> until the rich leave the country is what happens. Exactly. And that's what's happening. And I've left a long time ago. Legally. I do everything legally. But um, it's getting kind of dangerous. Look at this. You know, everybody picks on her. She's, the, she's Donald Trump's foil. Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez. AOC, they call her. I mean, she's good looking. She's smart. She's articulate. <clears throat> and now she's on the the House Finance Committee, and she has a FICO score of 430 or something. Do you know what I mean? Out of a possible 800. I mean, she's subpar. And last year she made 28,000 as a bartender. Now they're paying her $140,000 to direct the economic future of America, tomorrow's future. And she's a hardcore. You know, she claims she's a socialist, but she's actually a communist. And again, there's a place for communism, socialism, and capitalism. 
but I don't think she knows anything about money, and her FICO score kind of proves it. I don't think she knows an asset from a liability. You know, I think she's she, she's so poor she doesn't have to pay taxes. You know, only making twenty eight thousand a year, but she's going to direct the future of this country, along with Elizabeth Warren, who's Pocahontas. I'm going, oh my God. And then we have Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders looks like a conservative. <laughs> you know, it's almost funny. And uh, everybody wants to just take from the rich and give to the poor. Look at what's this guy, Starbucks, uh, Schultz. He's afraid to say billionaire now. So he's calling it persons of means. So America has gone so anti anybody with money now. So I think we're watching the end of the American empire. And that's what's from a large scale perspective. And I think we're going down into socialism and communism and fascism. And that's, you know, that's not the country. I mean, I fought in Vietnam, and that's not what I fought for. But I'm afraid we're losing because our academic system is teaching people to be socialists and communists. You talked about some of the content of the book being some deeply personal stories as well. Right. I mean, I came across fake money back in 72. I was flying in Vietnam as a Marine helicopter pilot, and I got the news that Nixon had taken the dollar off the gold standard in 1970, August 15, 1971. I didn't know what that meant. What does it mean, the dollar's off the gold standard? And the price of gold was rising, so by the time I got the news, gold had gone from 35 an ounce to 50 50 bucks an ounce. So I saw on the map of Vietnam there was a gold mine. There was only one problem. It was now behind enemy lines. So my co-pilot and I, being entrepreneurs, thought we could get behind enemy lines and buy gold at a discount. And that's how fake starts. And so we fly behind enemy lines like two idiots that we are. And we walk up, to, we, we, we took our guns off to show the uh, villagers that we met. We came in peace. We came as capitalists, not military guys. And we go back and we start negotiating with this little Vietnamese woman with red teeth. They have beetle nuts, you know. And... I offered her a discount off of her gold, and she just laughed at me. You know, she said, why is she laughing at me? You know, she's got no money, we're buying enemy lines, we're Americans, we're giving her dollars, and she laughs at me. And that's why I, I say she was one of my best teachers, this little Vietnamese woman with red teeth, you know, she's laughing at me, because as an American back in 72, owning gold was illegal. And we didn't even know what gold was. You know, our schools teach us nothing about money. And so she's laughing at me. And she turned out to be one of the best teachers I ever had because you know, she, she really knew what money was. It's gold. So I, I, and I, I sat there going, what don't I know? I'm a college graduate, and I don't think she went to Harvard. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm going, she's teaching me a lesson. So in fake, on fake money, there's, I, I said there's God's money, which is gold. So in the U.S. dollar, it says, in God we trust. <laughs> I don't think God endorses the U.S. dollar, you know, sports fans. So there's God's money. There's, there's uh, government money, which is the U.S. dollar. It's a fiat currency. It's not really money. And then we have uh, people's money, which is Bitcoin and cyber money. So today in the United States and all across the world, simultaneously, there's three types of money operating. And to this day, I'd rather have God's money. I'd rather invest in gold and silver. So I don't save dollars, I save gold and silver. And also in the book Fake, I talk about infinite returns and 
how you really don't need money anyway to make money. That's one of the biggest lies told is, you know, the best way to make money is OPM, use other people's money because it's tax-free. So that's how I was taught to make money by my rich dad. And then I went to business school, get my MBA, because my poor dad, being a PhD, wanted me to get my PhD too. And I only lasted one semester at business school because the teachers were all fake. They, they didn't know what they were talking about. You know, I'm in accounting class, and I'm sitting there with my marine flight, flight suit on. You know, they're spitting at me because this is Vietnam. They, college students just hated anybody who was in the military. And so I wasn't, I wasn't popular in the MBA program either, and now at the University of Hawaii. And that college professor who was teaching accounting didn't know anything about accounting. So I raised my hand, and I asked him if he was an accountant. He said, I have a master's degree in accountancy. I said, that wasn't the question. And, you know, you've seen me. I, I get, as a Marine, I get pretty belligerent. And I said, answer the question. Are you a, an accountant? And he tried, like, like the slippery snake he was. He says, I have a master's degree in accountancy. I said, that's not the question. Answer the question. Are you an accountant? He says, I'm a graduate student in accountancy. I said, so you're not an accountant, are you? And he looked at me, he knew what I was talking about. See, most teachers know they don't know what they're talking about, but they can't admit it because they wouldn't get paid then. And that's the whole academic system today. They're good people, you know, my whole family are school teachers, but they're poor as church mice. You know, if the government cut them off, they'd die like they would die on the vine, <laughs> you know. They don't, they don't know how to operate without a government paycheck. And then the other part about fake is the pension systems. You know, here on the rich, here we here we're on the real estate, the real estate guys cruise. We we had this guy Ted Seidel comes on, and he's a he's a whistleblower on pensions, and he's he just made I think what seventy five million dollars blowing the whistle on public employee pensions, like Calpers in California and stuff like this, and they're run by incompetent people being being fleeced by these Wall Street. You know, guys from Wall Street come in, they talk to these school teachers and firefighters and police officers. They wind them, dine them, you know, take them to the nice faraway trips, meet interesting people and all this, and then they buy what Wall Street sells them. So many, probably 40% of all public pensions, which my mother and father, you know, go to school and get a government pension believed in, are going to get toasted in the next downturn. So I don't think too many people are watching and say, well, which way is the crash going to come from? And there's probably many ways, but the crash is going to be in public employee pensions. And as Ted Seidel explains, public employee pensions are not under government scrutiny. There's no government oversight on them. So Wall Street has been ripping those poor guys off for 50, 60 years now. That, that, uh, that Ted Seidel, uh, this one pension plan had invested in real estate for 27 years, and in 27 years it made 0.6%. How in the world can you make 0.6% in 27 years in real estate in America? You have to be a corpse to do that, you know what I mean? So that's how bad Wall Street ripped off our public pensions. And the public pension guys are like my poor dad. They don't know anything. They don't know they're being ripped off. Well, in fact, moreover, historically, if you go back to the 80s and 90s, pensions were earning anywhere between 8 and 10% a year and kind of more or less meeting their numbers. Since 2008, they've been getting yields below 5%. You don't have to do the math for very long to realize that they're insolvent. 
Correct, and and I what I've been finding out by talking to Ted that that claim they were making eight percent wasn't true anyway, because I you know, remember uh, California went down hard for the same reason they weren't making eight percent when they when they lifted up the uh, covers, you know, it was all lies, it was all fake, so that's why I wrote fake. It's pretty it's a pretty in depth book, but it says things and there's a lot of books about how screwed up our economy is. But fake comes at it from a little different point of view. Again, starting as a marine pilot who knew nothing about money, trying to buy gold from a little Vietnamese woman who was one of my best teachers. <laughs> you know, she she laughed at me. Like, let's say gold was fifty dollars on that day. I was going to offer thirty-eight. And she just laughed. And then I realized gold is money, and the U.S. dollar is not. I love that. Well, Robert, congratulations on the new book, and I think it's it's the right time for that book, absolutely. Uh, I'm certainly going to get a copy. I'd love to get an autographed copy once they're out. Of course, of course. Of course. I'm looking forward to it. You know, I'm going up to New York uh, in a week or so, and we start the Dog and Pony show promoting it, and uh, it's going to be interesting because, you know, I mean, the, the political system now is like a Jerry Springer show. I can't believe the number of candidates who are running as Democrats, I'm not either Republican or Democrat, but it's a dog and pony show. Makes Trump look normal. <laughs> anyway, thank you. Well, thank you, Robert. Well, for the listeners at home, definitely go out and get Robert's latest book called Fake. It's coming out on April the 8th. And uh, thank you for joining us again, Robert. Yeah, thank you. The Real, the real Estate Guys Cruise is a fantastic place to learn. You know, the great teachers, many open-minded discussions, but most important, great students. People come to learn. They start early and they stay late learning. As compared to the rest of the ship, who it's addiction sitting there, they're slur- slurping down their ice cream cones, and the bars are filled, and you know the buffets are always empty. <laughs> they're eating. It's it's quite a it's quite a difference between our side and the the ship side, right? Absolutely. I mean, you know, our, our culture here, we give each other books, yeah. and and you know they're all sitting there on their phone watching you know YouTube videos. Yeah, and they're sitting there, and they're, and they're eating and eating and drinking. And, you know, most of them are grossly overweight, grossly obese. And this is uh, the high end of the cruise line. So there was a book. I, I, I didn't read it. I saw it in the bookstore, and I wish I had bought it. But the, I remember the title. It said, Fat, Stupid, and Broke, The Story of the American People. They, they should sell that book on this cruise ship. Because <laughs> I saw a lot of them, just slight glances, a lot of them are pensioners. There was one guy, he was from like Nebraska Firefighters Union and stuff like this. And they're the exact guys we're talking about. They're here on their pension, it's, you know, it's their bucket list. You know, they, they hope they leave something for their grandkids and it's the American dream. But they don't realize the American dream has been stolen from them. And that's the challenge. And now our universities are just going to perpetrate it. You know, Somebody stole education from, from us. And most of the school system, I hate to say it, is socialist, fascist, communist, good people. But as we know, our school teachers are not the richest people on earth. So that's, that's who's teaching our kids. Well, thank you again, Robert. For the listeners at home, definitely reach out, get Robert's book. April the 8th, it comes out. The book is called Fake. It'll be available online and in bookstores. In the meantime, have a great rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.